Welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by, you guessed it, Stoner Chicks. I'm Phoebe Richards. <laughs> I'm Kayla Teal. Well, I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Grace Penzel. And we're here today together again, and it feels so good. Reunited and it feels so good. I can't wait till we're reunited in person, all four of us again. That will be a happy day. That last time at 420 was magical. And it's going to be even more magical when it's not a rushed, masked, six feet aparted thing. Yes. That's true. I didn't even get to give you a hug, Grace, no, on 420. <laughs> Our limbs have not intertwined in so long. Well, I guess this is as good a time as any to tip my hat to the fact that I'm going to be making my <gasps> way back up to the Northwest. <laughs> oh, my they're gonna be reunited and our powers unite. Fucking can't wait! I'm so happy you're moving back, Grace. Um, yeah. Is it January you'll be back? Like, by January-ish oh ish time. It's gonna take a long time to drive up there because I can't go the diagonal way because it's gonna be so gosh darn snowy on those passes. Maybe you can get a ride uh, on Santa's sleigh and just get put down my chimney. <laughs> Just get those high Santa reindeers baby, to, to take, take you up there. Me to the My furniture in your sleigh. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna move me to Washington, Santa baby. Let's get really high in your sleigh. Hope you got some boxes with bubble wrap. Santa baby. well you know what this means not only are we going to be reunited but we should definitely start doing some like regular monthly stoner chick shows the four of us i would yes that would make me so happy yeah and uh yeah in addition to all the awesome stuff we're already doing we get to perform live Live in person in person it was so fun performing last weekend with you all on Twitch. Oh, yeah, that was fun and hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, has already happened. Is what just happened. <laughs> right. It just happened. Um, and we've been yeah. getting it on with our Patreon. Yes. Getting it on with our Patreon. Thank you so much to Alex and Julie from Washington for being our new Platinum Bong subscribers. Ooh, platinum. Pew, 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 get pew, lots pew. of fancy gifts. Yeah. I'm going platinum. I have crocheted a bun. I know it says a felted Croatian. Create Croatian. I mean, I meant creation. <laughs> Sorry, people from Croatia. Uh, a felted creation. Um, it, but it's actually a crocheted, crocheted creation. Um, uh, but that's what they'll be getting soon. And I need to make some new ashtrays. I've got some resin sparkles and decals coming your way. Jeff got his ashtray in the mail. <gasps> he said that he loves it. So, Moving on to next, I had a question for y'all. Do you remember back, well, you're all a lot younger than me, so this might not have been as much of a thing. But when you were young, did you ever try flying with weed? 
Oh, Younger. on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Have you ever tried to ride an airplane flying? What was the process you did? So my person, this is Stephanie talking, my personal process, This I, the last time I've flown with weed was when I went to Vegas. This is years ago. I think this is even before it was legalized in Washington. But I was medically, I think I had my, med- any, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I rolled a bunch of joints and then I rolled it in plastic wrap, a whole bunch. And then I put it in my retainer. So it looked like part of my retainer. And then I put it in my retainer case. And then I put my retainer case at the very bottom of my toiletry bag. And then I packed my toiletry bag instead of a lot of people carry it on. I packed it and I buried it in like the bottom of my stuff. Wait, did you mean that you like molded your joints in like the shape of your retainer? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Oh my God. That's that's hilarious. And that's the one time I flew with weed. That was the only time I felt comfortable doing it. Normally when I want to smoke weed where I travel, I just seek out someone to buy it from once I'm there, which I don't know which is riskier. <laughs> yeah, I haven't flown with weed since uh, 9-11 when they started TSA, it's what all. But back when I was a young, dumb teen, and I don't condone any of this behavior, I used to always fly by rolling it up really tight and putting it in my shampoo bottle. Because someone okay. told me once that dogs can't smell it through the shampoo. I have no idea if that's true. Right, and then I guess that it would be obscured by for an x-ray, but I did that one time. I, like, got it already. You know, I was in high school, so I was, like, sneaking around in my bathroom with my mom in the other room and, like, managed to shove weed into my shampoo and conditioner bottle and then chickened out at the last minute and just left, left it at home. <laughs> <laughs> and so at another point had to like fish it out of the bottle and then be like, I think I did conditioner. I was like, oh, so cookie. So funny. Yeah. At the time I did it, mine was successful because I wrapped it well. But my friend who also was bringing some, she added a bunch of water to her shampoo bottle. I don't know why. And so it just got soaked. So we smoked all of the stuff I had brought and dried out the Pert Plus weed. And I just oh, remember no. the last half of our trip. And we were smoking out of carrots and apples. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course. It just tasted like pert plus, gave us headaches Ew. and never got us high. Oh, my God. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sure like your parents or whatever who was traveling with you were like, they sure love their veggies, fruits and veggies. Oh, this was our like just graduated high school first trip with the girls. Oh, uh, got it. Across the ocean. Got it. Yeah. When In I was Hawaii. a... When I was a senior in high school, this is alcohol related, not weed related. Sorry, but warning, (laughs) warning. (laughs) I went on a like DECA business. I went to the DECA national championships or whatever. And what is DECA? Is that debate or what is DECA? I don't know what that is. Business and marketing kind of. And uh, my friends and I were competing and we flew and we were staying in Anaheim and my friend brought Goldschlager on the plane in a Listerine bottle that he dyed blue with food coloring. So he just had this giant Listerine bottle oh, that had gold, gold flakes, flakes in it. In it. Oh, and we drank we drank Did all it. your mouths get super blue? Probably food coloring. I don't know. <laughs> I just will never forget that. It was such a funny image just seeing him, like, take a Listerine bottle out of his suitcase. <laughs> it was just filled with gold. <laughs> uh, 
That's hilarious. It's very funny. It's a great story. (laughs) When I was in high school, uh, this is also uh, not about weed. It's for mushrooms. If you want to give the warning, Phoebe. (laughs) Warning, warning. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend uh, put mushrooms in a shampoo bottle or conditioner and we brought them to her grandparents' house in Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. And so we were with these old people and we took mushrooms and we're like on the beach and like going around. But then after a while, we ended up just like on the docks amongst people's yachts and like <laughs> boats or like people's boats. We were just like on these docks just tripping balls um and i just you know you think you're really discreet when you're younger you're like oh yeah no one knows what we're doing Mm -hmm. but like absolutely everyone knew what we were doing i was just at the park the other day and i saw a group of little teenagers run down into like a little cliff and i was like i know what they're going to do (laughs) do you try to go along like i'm cool too no um there's something weird no (laughs) no No. smoking with teenagers does not appeal to me i realize after saying that (laughs) or stalking stalking a group of teenagers to get drugs off of them yeah i have it only appeals to me in the like humor of being that person yeah like the story they would forever have i was like that weird lady who was like hey i smell what's that smell (laughs) i have a podcast i'm like my brand is i'm a stoner (laughs) <laughs> I drunkenly me. gave someone one of our stickers recently like I don't he, he I was drunk at this like dive bar and this guy was like he told me he worked in the cannabis industry and I was like here's my podcast <laughs> gave them a sticker well if he you're was listening like, drunk hey guy, guy if you're listening thanks and I, <laughs> get, write us an email I don't think he is, and he didn't seem interested. And then he told me that I reminded him of his ex-girlfriend and asked me if I was bisexual when I gave him the sticker. And I was like, how did you gather that I'm bisexual from this sticker? (laughs) And he's like, it just seems like a sticker a bisexual would would give me. (laughs) Was it a tie-dye one or a sparkly one? It was a tie-dye one. Isn't that funny? That's like my favorite story. This just seems like a sticker a bisexual <laughs> would give to me. And he was right. I know. I didn't even get mad at him. I was like, well, you're 100% right. I'm Now I really want to know why. Like, I find myself being a bisexual stereotype all the time, and I don't realize it. I didn't realize it, the Stoner Chicks podcast tie-dye sticker was bisexual. Well, it's a cliche. bicon. It's, it's a bicon. The sticker is a is a bicon. Well, speaking of that, I want to get into my own bisexual roots for a moment. And what? <laughs> time for a smoke break. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna smoke, which is a very bisexual thing to do. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke some weed, which is so bi of me. I'm gonna prep for the next segment, which is really bisexual of me. <laughs> I did smoke. I am high. And I'm really fucking excited because... uh, We're about to get cultured. Yes. (laughs) 
you uncultured swine. Well, that's me. I'm the uncultured swine. But I'm getting cultured because of this podcast. So funny that Stoner Chicks is what's making me, making me more educated. And it's um, listeners like you that are educating moi. And so without further ado, I would like to reintroduce a segment I'm bringing back called um, Let's Get Beethoven. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if listeners, if you can recall, if you are just tuning in, I apologize, but we had an episode um, last summer about uh, classical music to listen to while high. And this was brought to you by a listener named Cody. And I actually only got through half their email and I wanted to kind of bring that back and, um, revisit a song I didn't get to that I really wanted to and so I'm gonna just read it's gonna sound disjointed because I'm not reading the first half of the email but buckle up okay (laughs) will you will you say emojis again if there are if there are emojis I will but I don't think Cody put any emojis in this (laughs) Uh one so here it goes we do love emojis Another contender is The Firebird Suite by Iger Stravinsky. A lot of people gravitate towards Stravinsky's Rite of Spring, but it literally caused the audience to riot when it debuted in Paris in 1913. But it's too angry for me and makes me freak out. Firebird has a lot of peaks and valleys and this flat-out glorious finish that is really good if you want to cry cry it out while thinking about natural splendor. Firebird's also about 50 minutes long. Wow. So that was a, um, we didn't get to, if if listeners, if you remember, we talked about The Planets by um, Gustav Holst, and the first was the recommendation, and we didn't get to Stravinsky, which I really wanted to. So why don't we pull up a little bit of Stravinsky, and actually, I am going to actually go to the finale that he's talking about, which is just excellent. See if I can cue it up here. Sorry, I'm just going to stop it right there. It gets, it builds and it gets really crazy as the end. It's about a seven minute finale, but it, I just wanted to give you guys a little taste of what it is. But the whole Those falling tones definitely like elicit an emotional response mm-hmm. in me. Like yes. I'm definitely having feelings like listening <laughs> to just like the musicality of it. And then I just want to play a little bit of the beginning real quick so you get an idea of the peaks and valleys that Cody was talking about.
this really, it goes, it's a 50 minute long song, like he said. So it goes a little all over the place. Um, and you can really experience a lot of that song. And actually that gets me, um, to another email that we got from a listener named Fern. Hi, Fern. Hi, Fern. Fern! Fern! And actually, Fern be firm! Fern wrote us an amazing email that um, I'm going to have to shorten. It's just way too long. They did it just just an amazing... I'm going to start off with the beginning. Uh, it's titled Stoner Music Request Quest slash quest. <laughs> You guys, yes. we're about to embark in a quest of musicality right now. Oh, I've got my cloak and pillow. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> says hello, stoner. <laughs> says hello, stoner chicks. I'm not sure who I should specifically direct this to. It's all high thoughts, but also a request. Longtime fan, first time emailer. Your great, terrific work. So funny. Can't wait to see your improv again. Blah blah blah. Thank you, Fern. Blah blah blah. Um, one of my favorite high activities is listening to music, specifically Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin. Thanks to my good buddy, John, who made me listen to it in college. Specifically, my favorite is being high in public, listening to in headphones. Something magic happens where the song just like lays out a journey for me. I know this sounds super baked, but I think in real world, things in the real world sync up with the music. Like the train coming into view exactly when the big horn blasts at the end, or a bunch of clumsy tourists trying to cross a busy street when the little plinky plonky part starts. Even if I'm not outside, the song is great for when I'm zooped and feeling weird and want to reset, or about to do something and need to clear my head. Awesome! I love that. That's so great. Love you, Fern. Yes, Fern. Fern. I know exactly what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. Exactly the feeling. There's nothing like walking around with a secret Ugh. world happening in your ears. Yeah. Agreed. I've never tried that. I've never like put on my good headphones and listened to something in public. I, I really want to do that now. So this is, I've queued up, I think, a great spot to play a little bit of Rhapsody in Blue. And I've specifically chosen... Leonard Bernstein's um, version of George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue is specifically what is I'm what I'm going to play. So hold on your horses. Here we go. <laughs> See if my saddle up, everybody. Saddle up. Stephanie's running technology. Here we go. Anyway, it's so cheeky. It is. I just love it because that little section is completely different in vibe than any other part of this like 16 minute piece. And it's that part so like jazzy, almost mm-hmm. la- has like a Latin influence mm-hmm. or something. Exactly. Um, it's like, hey, look at me. I'm over here. <laughs> Did I listen to it earlier, Steph, because you said that we were going to be talking about it. Yes, Phoebe here. 
So I have some follow-up questions about this. I'm actually jumping down the email from Fern. So my question for you is two questions. Oh. And this is Stephanie talking here. I'm actually <laughs> going to ask their second question first because I think it fits um, asking you guys because I asked you guys to do a little homework and to listen to this with your headphones on, maybe outside. Um, but... Their second question was, could you listen to George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue outside and high, specifically the Leonard Bernstein version, and report back if it's also a special time for you? I didn't watch it outside, and I'm kicking myself. I watched it in my armchair, but um, or listened to it, and I yeah. thought it was grand. <laughs> I thought it was grand. I'm going to listen to it outside now, though, maybe by my stream. I listened to the first half while driving outside and it was pouring rain and I got on the freeway and it was too intense for me and I turned it off and drove in silence for full concentration. But (laughs) that was an extreme. It was cool in a way, the rain and the music, but it was so cool that I had to be like, oh, this is scaring me. I got to turn it off. (laughs) I listened to it earlier while I was walking around Mm -hmm. and I hadn't heard it in years in its full glory like that and it was a really special experience and I was a little bit toasty it got me through the afternoon quite frankly oh I love that see I listened to it inside because I was prepping and it was kind of rainy outside but it made me like I was doing work to the music you know I was sweeping the I'm in a trailer right now so sweeping the trailer to the music and you know, I was even like looking at the squirrels outside, like tipping my hat to them to the meat. Like, it was just, you know, like, it was really fun. I've always associated this piece with dance. Like in my head, it's always been linked because the song, the song, um, the composition. What the song? No, it's not a song. What is it? I think you composition. A musical piece. Yeah, the piece. I feel like piece. A movement. The piece has so much movement in it um, (laughs) across the entire thing and kind of, yeah, like growing and expanding and then like moving fast and moving slow. And the at nine minutes, it just like breaks down into something totally different that's like really, yeah, somber and romantic. so uh, I don't know what the question was, but uh, it's 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 good. <laughs> it's grand, I think. It's grand. Well, that leaves me leads me into the first question, which actually leads me into playing um, a piece that we didn't get to from Kayla last time, where we didn't get to play Kayla's recommend recommended piece. But um, the first question is. Do you have any recommendations for songs like this or like any genre, genre, words or no words, only requirements are that it's long, like 10 minutes minimum, enough time to get you into it. And it picks you up and puts you down somewhere different than where you started. And yeah, so my recommendation definitely does that. It's only seven minutes. It's only seven minutes, but I still think it takes you there. Yeah, and Caleb, I think so. Please tell us what is your recommendation? It is Beethoven's Seventh Symphony, Second Movement. And 
The, I watched a movie in college that was pretty much entirely scored by this movement, and uh, I love it so much. And and I know that a lot of like modern, really good electronic music people, creators, artists are really influenced by classical music. And you know, in like electronic music, when it'll when it like builds up and then just drops. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. this song has a drop that is one of my favorite moments in classical music. And just know that there's like a five minute build up to this drop, <laughs> but we're only going to hear like 10 seconds of it. I was at a rave once with Ben and some kid came up and grabbed Ben and was like, have you ever had a bass baptism? And we were on drugs and Ben was like, no. And they took Ben up to the speaker and had him like had them lay their head like in the the giant <laughs> speaker that was playing the music. <laughs> so oh god, it's like the vibrations. That's Bass awesome. Baptism. When I was 16, I would rave and go and just like dance right next to the mm-hmm. speaker. Molly is a hell of a thing. Oh Molly, <laughs> she really is. Well, get your Molly, guys. Get your Molly. <laughs> oh my gosh, do Molly and listen to classical. That's and listen fun. to classical yeah, music. Does. And listen to this little Beethoven drop right here, guys. What about that bass drop from Beethoven? Holy, <laughs> holy fucking shit. That, that was dope. Definitely got me baked Toven. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get baked and lay in my bed and look at this triptych art uh, I had on the wall while I listened to this. And it, it's a, it was a painting of like the ocean and a rock and a tree in the middle of the ocean mm. and a red storm coming in and i would just imagine Whoa. the red storm arriving right at the drop well oh my gosh shit that's cool well fern you now have that recommendation you have igor stravinsky's firebird suite can go down there for you on that recommendation that cody gave us earlier that's how I wanted to cycle back through with the Firebird yeah. Suite. Because Firebird Suite is 50 minutes. So that's well over 10 minutes and goes through a lot of peaks and valleys. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Steph. Thanks so much for sharing that with Steph, us. Steph, thank you. Cody, thank you. Fern, thank you. What that, a fun yeah. segment. That's been another episode of Get Baked and I hope we do it again. Dun, 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 dun. All right, you guys can find us at Instagram <laughs> at Stoner Chicks Podcast for Broccoli Broads on TikTok. You can email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, stonerchickspodcast.com, where you can look at all fun stuff, get a t shirt, subscribe to our newsletter. We have a Patreon, Stoner Chicks Podcast. So, Grace, what does Stoner Chicks always say? I'm going to get zooped and plickety-plock out on the headphones. 
Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcasts at gmail and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Bye!